We would like to welcome you tonight to our Christmas Eve service and so glad that each one of you can be here uh, tonight for this service. We pray that it will be a blessing and uh, want it to be a time that we can give some thought and meditation to our Savior and what a glorious Savior we have in Christ and we are so glad that uh, each one of you are here. Thank you, Brother Tom. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for this evening. Thank you, Lord, for those who are here. I pray that, Lord, you will uh, encourage the hearts of each one. And, Father, we're, we're just here to praise you and worship you and thank you for how good you are to us. And thank you, Lord, for Jesus. I pray that all that is done tonight will be done so to bring honor and glory to you. And, Lord, we love you and pray, Father, that your hand be upon this uh, service. I pray that it will encourage the hearts of each one who's here. And Lord, just help us to remind us and, uh, of the importance of the birth of our Savior and his life, his death, his resurrection, and Lord, everything about it. And Lord, we, we just uh, love you. And so we give this service to you, Father. We pray for you, uh, praise you and worship you, and we pray for those that are unable to be here. And I pray that you will uh, lift their hearts and that, Father, you will encourage and guide now. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, let's stand, and we're going to start with page 105. Oh, come, all ye faithful. We'll sing that first verse, page 105. Thank you. you. May be seated.
Okay, so um, I'm going to be reading Matthew 1, 18, 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When, as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, just being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. Um, sorry. <laughs> but while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save all his people from their sins. Now all was done, and that might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and, th and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from his sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son and called his name Jesus. So this is uh, One Snowy Christmas Eve by S. Omar Barker. Twas the night before Christmas, and out on the ranch, the pond was froze over, and so was the branch. The snow was piled up, belly deep to a mule. The kids were all home on vacation from school, and happier young folks you never did see, just all sprawled around and watching TV. Then suddenly, sometime around 8 o'clock, there came a surprise that gave him a shock. The power went off. The TV went dead when Grandpa came in from out in the shed. With an armload of wood, the house was all dark. Just what I expected, they heard him remark. Them REA wires must be down from the snow. Seems sort of like times on the ranch long ago. I'll hum up some candles, said Ma. By their light and the fireplace, I reckon we'll make out all right. The teenagers all seemed enveloped in gloom. Then Grandpa came back from a trip to his room, uncased his old fiddle and started to play that old Christmas song about bells on a sleigh. Mom started to sing, and the first thing they knew, both Pop and the kids were all singing it too. They sang Christmas carols, they sang Holy Night, their eyes all ashine in the ruddy firelight. They played some charades Mom recalled from her youth, and Pop read a passage from God's Book of Truth. They stayed up till midnight, and would you believe, those youngsters agreed, Twas a fine Christmas Eve. Grandpa rose early, some time before dawn. When the kids woke up, the current was on. That REA sure got them lines fixed quick, said Grandpa, and no one suspected his trick. Last night, for the sake of some old-fashioned fun, he pulled the main switch, that son of a gun.
Isaiah 9:57 For unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called wonderful counselor the mighty god the everlasting father the prince of peace of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of david is david and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth and even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. The greatest need the most important part of the Christmas story isn't the shepherds or the angels or the wise men. In fact, the most important part of the Christmas story isn't about the birth of Jesus at all. It is a wonderful gift of God's grace that a son came into the world to be born as a man. But that is just the beginning of the story, the introduction. To really understand Christmas, we have to look to the end of the story. The most important part of the Christmas story is a reconciliation to God that was offered through Jesus Christ. Someone summed it sums up the meaning of Christmas in these simple but beautiful words. If our greatest need had been information, God would have sent us an educator. If our greatest need had been technology, God would have sent us a scientist. If our greatest need had been money, God would have sent us an, economics, an, ec an economist. If our greatest need had been pleasure, God would have sent us an entertainer. But our greatest need was forgiveness. So God sent us a savior. There are a lot of things competing for our attention this time of year. It is right and proper that we enjoy the, Christ the good celebrations of Christmas with family and friends. But we must never lose sight of what Christmas is about. And we have seen and do testify that the father sent the son to be the savior of the world. First John 4.14. was born just before break of morn as the stars in the sky were fading for the place where he lay fell a shadow cold and gray of a cross that would humble a king born to die upon Calvary Jesus suffered my sin to forgive. Born to die upon Calvary, he was wounded. 
Jesus knew when he came, he would suffer in shame. He could feel every pain and sorrow, but he left paradise with his blood. He paid the price. My redemption to Jesus I owe. From his throne, Jesus came, laid aside heaven's shame. In exchange for the cross of Calvary, for my gain suffered loss, for my sin he bore the cross, he was wounded and I was set free, born to die upon Calvary. Jesus suffered my sin to forgive. Born to die upon Calvary, he was wounded that I might live. Dearest Lord, evermore, may thy cross I adore. As I follow the path to Calvary, of thy death I partake, my ambition I forsake, all my will I surrender to thee. Born to die upon Calvary, Jesus suffered my sin to forgive. Born to die upon Calvary, he was wounded that I might All right, let's stand again, page 102, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, let's sing that first verse. Thank you. you. may be seated. Micah 5.2. But thou, Bethlehem Ephrathah, thou, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee from shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from, old, from everlasting.
yonder stall. At whose feet the shepherds fall. Who is he in deep distress, fasting in the wilderness? Who is he the people bless for his words of gentleness? Who is he whom they bring, all the sick and sorrowing? Who is he that stands and weeps at the grave where Lazarus sleeps? Who is he the gathering throng greet with loud triumphant song? Lo, at midnight, who is he? Praise in dark Gethsemane. Who is he on yonder tree? Dies in grief and agony. Who is he in Calvary's throes? Ask for blessing on his foes. Who is he that from the grave comes to heal and help and save? Who is he that from his throne rules through all the world alone?
Isaiah 53, 1 through 6. Who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness, and when ye see, when ye shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejoiced of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitted of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we were healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned away, turned every one to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all.
Isaiah 53, 7 through 12. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb. So he open, openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, because he had no, done no violence. Neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to, him to grief, when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. He shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see of the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many. For he shall bear their iniquities, therefore I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bears the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Let's stand, page 118, What Child Is This? What child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping, whom angels greet with anthems sweet, while shepherds watch our keeping. This, this is Christ the Thank you. you. may be seated. Once in a Manger by Tom Crouch. Once in a manger, a long time ago, before there was Santa and reindeer and snow, a star shone down on a humble beginning below of a baby just born the world would soon know never before had there been such a sight would the son of a king have to suffer such plight are there no armies to lead are there no battles to fight shouldn't he conquer the world with his birthright no this frail little infant asleep in the hay would change the whole world with the words he would say, not about power or demanding his way, but mercy and loving and forgiving God's way. For only through humbleness would the battle be won, as shown by the actions of God's only Son, who gave up his life for the sins of everyone, who saved the whole world when his journey was done. Many years have gone now since that night long ago, and now we have Santa and reindeer and snow, 
in our hearts the true meaning we know. It's the birth of that child makes Christmas so. Verses 1 through 7. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a great decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made by Serenius when Serenius was the governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea and to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was the house he was of the house and lineage of David to be taxed with Mary his spouse wife being great with child and so it was that while they were there the days were accomplished that she should be delivered and she brought forth her firstborn son she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn the night before Jesus came. Twas the night before Jesus came, and all through the house, not a creature was praying, not in the house. Their Bibles were laying on the shelf without care, in hopes that Jesus would not come there. The children were dressing to crawl into bed, not once ever kneeling or bowing their heads. And Mom in a rocker, with Baby on her lap, was watching the late show while I took a nap. When out of the east there arose such a clatter, I sprang to my feet to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutter and threw up the sash. When what to my wondering eyes did appear, but angels proclaiming that Jesus was here. With a light like the sun sending forth a bright ray, I knew in a moment this must be the day. The light of his face made me cover my head. It was Jesus returning just like he had said. And though I possessed worldly wisdom and wealth, I cried when I saw him in spite of myself. In the book of life, which he held in his hand, was written the name of every saved man. He spoke not a word as he searched for my name. When he said, it's not here, my head clung in shame. The people whose names had been written with love, he gathered to take his father above. With those who were ready, he rose without a sound while all the rest were left standing around. I fell to my knees, but it was too late. I had waited too long, and this sealed my fate. I stood and I cried as they rose out of sight. Oh, if only I had been ready tonight. In the words of this poem, the meaning is clear. The coming of Jesus is drawing near. There's only one life, and when comes the last call, we'll find that the Bible was true after all. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, 
the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you great tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord, and this shall be a sign unto you. Ye, ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. All right, let's stand again and let's sing that first verse of Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king, peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled, joyful ye nations rise. You may be seated. Luke 2, 15 through 20. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go into, in, even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning the child. 
And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were, which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in their heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen. And it was told unto them. sailboat. There once was a story about a little boy who built a sailboat. He had it all fixed up, tarred and painted. He took it to the lake and pushed it in, hoping it would sail. Sure enough, a whiff of breeze filled the little sail, and it billowed and went rippling along the waves. Suddenly, before the little boy knew it, the boat was out of his reach. Even though he waded in fast and tried to grab it, as he watched it float away, he hoped maybe the breeze would shift it back and would come sailing back to him. Instead, he watched it go farther and farther until it was gone. When he was home crying, his mother asked, What's wrong? Didn't it work? And he said, it worked too well. Sometime later, the little boy was downtown and walked past a secondhand store. There in the window, he saw the boat. It was unmistakably his. So he went in and said to the proprietor, that's my boat. <coughs> he walked to the window, picked it up, and started to leave with it. 
the owner of the shop said, wait a minute, Sonny. That's my boat. I bought it from someone. The boy said, no, it's my boat. I made it. And he showed him the little scratches and the marks where he hammered and filed. The man said, I'm sorry, Sonny. If you want it, you have to buy it. The poor little guy didn't have any money. But he worked hard and saved his pennies. Finally, one day, he had enough money. He went in and bought the little boat. As he left the store holding the boat close to him, he was heard saying, You're my boat. You're twice my boat. First, you're my boat because I made you. Second, you're my boat because I bought you. As you think about Christmas Eve and focus on Christ's birth so many years ago, the reason for his birth has come to mind. Christ wasn't born to rule this world. He didn't come down to, to the earth to prove a point. His one goal was to die on a cross to save this world from our sins. Even though his birth meant death, the Lord came willingly. He owns us because he made us. Yet he came to redeem us and pay sin's debt. We had turned our backs on him, yet he loved us enough to be born of a virgin and lived so he could die. Imagine knowing the purpose of your life was to die a cruel death for crimes you had not committed. Think of growing up knowing the end of your life was only a couple of decades away. Yet even though he saw the end, Christ saw his children and was gladly born that first Christmas. Have you thanked the Lord for being born on Christmas? Knowing he was destined to die on the cross, he sacrificed his earthly life for your eternal salvation. Take time tonight to read Luke 2 with your family. Meditate on the holy birth of your Savior and thank him for coming to earth even though it meant death on a tree. there ever was a season to have you all, could use a little more time to talk. Now get so wrapped up in ourselves, that it would be this time of year, but more and more all I see here is busyness and not much else. A little more perspective sure would help. Christmas for heaven's sake, a time for us to celebrate. I'm sorry.
talking about that size of life, not just a tree or pretty lights. It's Christmas, joy and peace. It's what the baby came to bring. Man, our world could sure use more of that. And if I had a wish, I wish that we could just get back to Christmas. Bet it was a matchless sight, heaven stars shining bright, guiding the wise men to the Savior. Shepherds watching angels sing, telling about the newborn king, and how they'd find him in a manger. Now in our holiday that seems a stranger. It's Christmas for heaven's sake, a time for us to celebrate. I'm talking about that size of life, not just a tree or pretty lights. It's Christmas, joy and peace. It's what the baby came to bring. Man, our world could sure use more of that. And if I had a wish, I wish that we could just get back. Christmas Ain't it a shame that in the end they didn't have room for him and it's sad to say that in a lot of ways they still won't let him in It's Christmas joy and peace It's what the Savior came to bring Man our world use more of that John 3, 16 through 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. You should have a handout. The words will also be up on the screen, but let's stand and let's sing through this chorus one time. In the stars his handiwork I see, on the wind he speaks with majesty, though he ruleth over land and sea. What is that to me? I will celebrate nativity, for it has a place in history. Sure, he came to set his people free. What is that to me? 
Now by faith I met him face to face, and I felt the wonder of his grace. Then I knew that he was more than just a God who didn't care, that lived away up there, and now he walks beside me day by day, ever watching o'er me less I stray, helping me to find that narrow way, he's everything to me, till by faith I met him face to face, and I felt the wonder of his grace, then I knew that he was more than just a God who didn't care, that lived away up there, and now he walks beside me day by day, ever watching o'er me lest I stray, helping me to find that narrow way, he's Father, we come to you now, and Lord, we give you this entire evening, and Lord, we thank you for who you are, and I pray that you have been honored and glorified through all that has been done tonight. I pray you stir in our hearts. I pray you encourage those that need to be encouraged. I pray you lift up those that have bended knees and holding their hands down low because of the stress or sadness or whatever is dealing uh, during the holidays, and I pray that you lift them up. And Lord, I pray that you will be pleased with all that has taken place. Lord, we love you. We thank you for who you are. And I pray you guide and direct each one now and meet the needs of each family. And Lord, we just thank you again for Jesus and pray your blessings upon us in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. Merry Christmas. And have a wonderful time. You're dismissed. Anyone going towards Brush, I'm afraid there's been a bad accident.
Ford's Brush. You guys need to be praying for our firemen that had to leave. And those who are headed to Brush, you might want to go down the DLDs and go around. Okay, so pray for our firemen and pray for those that are in this accident.